Matthew 24 Anasema hakuna ajuae siku wala saa hata malaika mbinguni hawajui wala mwana ila baba peke yake Mstari wa 37 As it was in the days of Noah so will it be at the coming of the son of man Kama ilivyokuwa wakati wa Noah ndivyo itakavyokuwa wakati wa kuja kwake mwana wa Adamu For in the days before the flood people were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage up to the day Noah entered the ark. Kwa maana siku zile kabla ya garika watu walikuwa wakila na kunywa, wakioa na kuolewa mpaka siku ile Noah alipoingia kwenye safina. And they knew nothing about what was about to happen until the flood came and took them away. Nao hawakujua lolote mpaka garika ilipokuja ikawakumba wote That is how it will be at the coming of the son of man Hivyo ndivyo itakavyokuwa atakapokuja mwana wa Adamu Two men will be in the field one will be taken and the other left Watu wawili watakuwa shambani mmoja atachukuliwa mwingine ataachwa Two women will be grinding with the hand mill one will be taken and the other left Wanawake wawili watakuwa wanasaga pamoja mmoja atatwaliwa mwingine ataachwa Mstari wa 42 Therefore keep watch kwa hiyo kesheni like it was during the time of Noah kama vile ilivyokuwa siku zake Nuhu so will it be at the coming of the son of man ndivyo itakavyokuwa atakapokuja mwana wa Adamu katika maneno mengine a small minority ni kikundi kidogo peke yake we love righteousness kitakachoupenda uhaki he says anasema only a small minority ni kikundi kidogo tu cha watu wachache would love righteousness watakaopenda uhaki would admire holiness watakaotamani utakatifu would adore godliness watakaodhamini uungu that means he was saying kumaanisha kwamba alikuwa anasema ya kwamba wakati huo ninaowazungumzia utawapata katika siku za Noah huo wakati utawapata katika siku za giza huo wakati kuwapata katika siku za giza 
What ought you to be? Je, munapaswa kuwa namna gani? You ought to be the light of that darkness. Unapaswa kuwa nuru ya hilo giza. You see the instruction? Je, mnaona hayo maagizo? That means hiyo inamaanisha you are light. Kwamba nuru yako in those days katika siku hizo cannot be taken for granted. Haiwezi kuchukuliwa kimzaha. You are light. Nuru yako in those days katika siku hizo if you walk right ikiwa utatembea katika uhaki will help many nations itasaidia mataifa mengi who are in darkness waliomo gizani so your salvation na basi wokovu wako in those days katika siku hizo your service utumishi wako your priesthood ukuhani wako in those days katika siku hizo will be most critical utakuwa nyeti zaidi but day hiyo siku and hour na saa no man know it. hakuna mtu aijuae then he puts flanking scriptures na kisha anaweka vifungu vya kushikilia that should help and navigate you vinavyopaswa kusaidia kukuelekeza to the central issue kufikia kile kipengee cha katikati to that day kwa hiyo siku says, na anasema people will be married watu watakuwa wakioa and giving in marriage na wakiolewa wow wow but that is the same god lakini huyo ndio yule yule mungu who created marriage aliyeumba ndoa wow that is the same god huyo ndio yule yule mungu who created marriage aliyeumba ndoa Marriage is an institution of God. Ndoa ni taasisi ya Mungu. To the extent kwa kiwango kwamba to the extent that when you read the book of Isaiah kwa kiwango ya kwamba ukisoma kitabu cha Isaya Isaiah 54 verse 5 to 7 Isaiah 54 mstari wa 5 mpaka wa 7 to prove to you that marriage is an institution of God. Ili kuadhibitishia kwamba ndoa ni taasisi ya Mungu. He says anasema for your maker is your husband kwa maana muumba wako ndiye mume wako the lord almighty is his name bwana mwenye nguvu ndilo jina lake the holy one of israel is your redeemer yeye aliye mtakatifu wa israeli ni mkombozi wako he is called the god of all the earth yeye anaitwa Mungu wa dunia yote. The Lord will call you back as if you were a wife deserted and distressed in spirit. A wife who married young only to be rejected says you are God. Bwana atakuita urudi kana kwamba ulikuwa mke aliyeachwa na kuhuzunishwa rohoni kama mke aliyeolewa bado angali kijana na kukataliwa asema Mungu wako for a brief moment i will abandon you but with deep compassion i bring you back kwa kitambo kidogo nilikuacha lakini kwa huruma nyingi nitakurudisha marriage is an institution of god ndoa ni taasisi ya Mungu created by god iliumbwa na Mungu ordained by god ikateuliwa na Mungu why Why would God 
Ni kwa nini Mungu when the rapture is near wakati unyakuzi umekaribia say aseme that like it was during the time of Noah ya kwamba kama vile ilivyokuwa siku zake Noah so will it be at the coming of the son of man ndivyo itakavyokuwa kuja kwake mwana wa Adamu for in the days before the flood manake katika siku za kabla ya garika people were eating and drinking watu walikuwa wakila na kunywa and they were marrying na walikuwa wakioa and giving in marriage na kuolewa marriage is good ndoa ni kitu kizuri why would god turn against it now ni kwa nini Mungu ageuke kinyume yake tena listen very carefully sikiza kwa makini kabisa marriage is such an institution of god ndoa ni taasisi ya Mungu that jehovah ambayo jehovah describes anaelezea his relationship with israel anaelezea uhusiano wake na israeli like husband and wife kama wamume na mke then kisha he describes anaelezea the relationship ule uhusiano between christ and the church kati ya kristo na kanisa as that of a bridegroom and bride kama uhusiano wa bwana harusi na bibi harusi but lakini if marriage was created by god ikiwa ndoa iliumbwa na mungu then that means basi hiyo inamaanisha the central purpose ya kwamba lile kusudi la kimsingi for marriage la ndoa for which marriage was created ambalo kwalo ndoa ziliumbwa is that marriage ni ya kwamba ndoa maybe holy na ikawe takatifu maybe a holy institution of god na ikawe taasisi takatifu ya Mungu that reflects inayoonesha the relationship uhusiano between Jehovah and Israel uhusiano kati ya Yehova na Israeli that reflects inayoashiria the holy relationship ule uhusiano mtakatifu between Christ and the church kati ya Kristo na kanisa that means the lord was warning hiyo inamaanisha kwamba bwana alikuwa anaonya raising a red flag akiinua onyo that the day and hour is not known ya kwamba siku na saa hazijulikani but when that day comes near lakini siku hiyo itakapokaribia when that day comes nigh wakati siku hiyo itakaribia listen skiza there will be a contamination of marriage kutakuwepo na kunajisiwa ama kuchafuliwa kwa ndoa there will be a fall in marriage kutakuwepo na mwanguko katika ndoa there will be unfaithfulness in marriage kutakuwepo na ukosefu wa uaminifu katika ndoa wow if you look at marriage today na ukiangalia ndoa za siku hizi christian marriages ndoa za kikristo they don't glorify god hazimtukuzi Mungu the husbands are watching pornography waume wanatazama mapicha za pornografia does that honor god je hiyo inamheshimu Mungu does that glorify god je hiyo inamtukuza Mungu number two. la pili if you look at today's christian marriages ukiangalia ndoa za siku hizi za kikristo there is conflict kuna vita there is no resolution hakuna suluhisho yoyote 
some of the Christian marriages baadhi ya ndoa za Kikristo for convenience ni za kutoshelezana tu i pay half rent you pay half rent ninalipa nusu ya kodi nawe pia unalipa nusu kodi we move on na tunaendelea mbele does that glorify the lord je hiyo inamtukuza bwana if you look at christian marriages today ukiangalia ndoa za kikristo siku hizi you find husbands are seeing other women utapata waume wanatembea na wanawake wengine and wife are looking at other men na wake pia wao wanawatazama wanaume wengine there are many cases that have come to me kuna kesi nyingi ambazo zimenijia when the christians say look me i brought my husband to the church wakati ambapo wakristo wanasema kwamba tazama mimi nilimleta mume wangu kanisani the wife wake but when he came to that church lakini alipokuja katika hilo kanisa i was very broken hearted nalivunjika moyo sana I thought I was doing the right thing. Nilifikiria nilikuwa ninafanya jambo lipasalo. To bring my husband to the house of God. Kumleta mume wangu katika nyumba ya Mungu. But when he came there. Lakini alipokuja kule. He found another girl there. Akapata msichana mwingine kule. And now they have a baby. Na sasa wako na mtoto. Does that glorify God? Je, hiyo inamtukuza Mungu? If you look at marriages today. Ukiangalia ndoa siku hizi. Let me describe to you the best marriage. Wacha nikawaelezeni ndoa iliyo bora zaidi. That the Lord celebrates. Ambayo Bwana anaisherekea. That glorifies the Lord. Ndoa inayomtukuza Bwana. The best marriage. Ndoa iliyo bora. That glorifies the Lord. Inayomtukuza Bwana. Is where Christ Jesus. Ni mahali pale ambapo Kristo Yesu is the center of the marriage. Yeye ndiye shina, yani wakatikati katika hiyo ndoa. It is where Christ is seated at the center of that marriage. Ni mahali pale ambapo ni Kristo aliyeketi katikati mwa ndoa hiyo. When the man the husband says, Wakati mume anasema, I am tired of this woman. Nimechoka na huyu mwanamke. Before he can even think about it. Hata kabla tu aifikirie. The Lord will replenish more love unlimited love abundant love into him for his wife Bwana atahuisha na kurejesha upendo mkuu kabisa upendo usiochoka upendo usio na mipaka upendo usiokoma kwa ajili ya mke wake Only Jesus Ni Yesu peke yake can give us unlimited love Awezaye kutupatia upendo usio na kikomo The human being Mwanadamu has no capacity hana uwezo wowote to love unlimited wa kupenda pasipo masharti yoyote they quickly get tired and abandoned kwa haraka wanachoka wanakuacha but if you have a marriage lakini ikiwa uko na ndoa where jesus is the center ambamo yesu ndiye wakatikati and you are the branch na ninyi ni matawi and you are drinking the life from the vine na mnakunywa ule uzima kutoka katika mzabibu life from the vine uhai kutoka kwa mzabibu if jesus is the center ikiwa yesu ndiye wakatikati and you are drinking life from that main vine na mnakunywa uzima kutoka katika huo mzabibu wenyewe mkuu then you have the life of christ basi uko na uhai wa kristo remain in me kanda ni yangu for those who will remain in me kwa maana wale watakaokaa ndani yangu i will be in them mimi nitakaa ndani yao the father also in them na baba pia atakaa ndani yao then you can love and love 
and love and love your wife no ending na basi unaweza kupenda na kumpenda na kumpenda mke wako pasipo kikomo every time you wake up kila siku unapoamka you love her more unampenda zaidi same thing with the wife vivyo hivyo na mke pia if jesus ikiwa yesu if the saint of your marriage ndio shina la ndoa yako then your wife basi mke wako will always see something holy in you kila wakati ni lazima ataona kitu kitakatifu ndani yako will always love you kila wakati ni lazima atakupenda for your righteousness kwa ajili ya uhaki wako for your faithfulness kwa sababu ya uaminifu wako we love you forever atakupenda milele because jesus will replenish kwa sababu yesu ataongeza but today lakini leo couples get married watu wanaoana and then within a short time alafu baada ya muda mfupi tu the lord bwana he sees a contest anaona vita a fight anaona vita a conflict anaona ushindani a contradiction anaona kutokukubaliana why kwa nini because the wife will say manake mke atasema my husband mume wangu if you are going to serve jesus in that far country ikiwa unaenda kumtumikia yesu katika hiyo inchi ya mbali if you are going to preach that far ikiwa unaenda kuhubiri huko mbali then when you come back basi ukirudi you will not find me here hautanipata hapa they begin to compete with the creator of marriage wanaanza kushindana na muumbaji wa ndoa now you understand sasa mnaelewa the purpose of marriage kusudi la ndoa is that you may wear the image of the marriage of the lamb ni ya kwamba namkavalia ule mfano wa ndoa ya mwana kondoo today leo their wives kuna wake that stop the husband from the calling of god wanaowasimamisha waume zao kutoka kwa mwito wa mungu today leo their husbands kuna wanaume that stop the wives wanaowakomesha wake zao from the calling of the lord kutoka kwa mwito wa bwana those are the marriages the lord was talking about hizo ndizo ndoa ambazo bwana alikuwa anazungumzia that people will be getting married in that form ya kwamba watu watakuwa wakioa na kuolewa katika njia hiyo but when the lord says lakini wakati bwana anaposema you will give in marriage ya kwamba mtakata tamaa ndani ya ndoa because it says people will be marrying Manake anasema kwamba watu watakuwa wakioa na kuolewa na kukata tamaa katika ndoa. What is the meaning of giving in? Je, maana ya hiyo giving in ni gani? When the Lord says, wakati Bwana anasema, ya kwamba siku hiyo na saa, no man knows. Hakuna mtu ajuae. But he says, lakini anasema, be careful. Jihadarini. Because in those days kwa sababu katika siku hizo people will be giving in marriage watu watakuwa wakikata tamaa katika ndoa what is the lord meaning je bwana anamaanisha nini listen skiza the lord is saying bwana anasema when he created you ya kwamba alipokuumba he put a vision in you aliweka ndani yako maono kwa ajili ya umilele again tena When the Lord created you. Wakati Bwana alipokuumba inside you. Ndani mwako he put a vision. 
alitia maono for eternity kwa ajili ya umilele he put a vision for eternity aliweka maono kwa ajili ya umilele he did not intend that you die and rot and go to hell hakukusudia kwamba ufe uoze uende jehanamu he wanted that you would eventually develop the bearing and the navigation what your eternity with god alitaka ya kwamba hatimaye utapata kuwa na mwelekeo na msingi wako unawaelekea kwa umilele na Mungu and so even if you get married kwa hivyo hata kama utaoa utaolewa you should not kill your vision for eternity usiue maono yako kwa ajili ya umilele even if you get married hata kama utaoa ama kuolewa your vision for eternity must not die Maono yako kwa ajili ya umilele lazima yasikufe. In fact, hakika you should team together with your wife. Unapaswa kujiunga na mke wako and enhance na kuendeleza synergistic increase na kuongeza your vision for eternity. Maono yako kwa ajili ya umilele. But when he says, lakini aliposema People will be giving in marriage. Watu watakuwa wakikata tamaa katika ndoa. Giving in. Wakikata tamaa. Which means inayomaanisha losing your original plan. Yaani kupoteza ule mpango wako wa pale mwanzoni. And just give up. Na kukata tu tamaa. Giving in. Kukata tamaa. It's like this. Ni kama namna hii. Boxing. Kupigana. Boxing. Unapigana. Boxing. Unapigana. And then, na kisha, you are being beaten too much. Unachapwa sawa sawa zaidi ya kiasi. And you take the towel. Na unachukua ile taulo. And you throw in the towel. Na unaitupa hiyo taulo. And you give up. Na unakata tamaa kabisa. I cannot fight anymore. Siwezi kapigana tena. You surrender your eternity. Unaachana na umilele wako. That is what the Lord meant. Hicho ndicho Bwana alimaanisha. That in these days, ya kwamba katika siku hizi, many people will stop fighting for their eternity in marriage. Watu wengi wataacha kupigania umilele wao katika ndoa. They will give up and say ah, I forget about eternity. Watakata tamaa na kusema kwamba ah, ninasahau juu ya umilele. When the Lord said, wakati Bwana alisema, that day and hour siku hiyo na saa hiyo no man knoweth hakuna mtu aijuae now you understand sasa mnaelewa the warnings that surround it maonyo yanayoizingira the coming of the messiah yani kuja kwake masia